Good morning for Monday, April 9th, 2012. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Funds to train jobless are drying up. U.S. transfers control of raids to Afghanistan. And Republican super PAC aims blitz at Obama. In this morning's national news, at Texas schools, making do on a shoestring. Two men arrested in Tulsa shootings, and autism is linked to mom's obesity. In this morning's business headlines, two big banks face evaluation side by side. Banks in Spain and Italy raise concern on risk level, and apps are taking their place alongside baseball cards in the tops lineup. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled, Funds to Train Jobless Are Drying Up. The story is written by Matoko Rich. With the economy slowly reviving, an executive from Atlas Van Lines recently visited Louisville, Kentucky with good news. The company wanted to hire more than a hundred truck drivers ahead of the summer moving season. But a usually reliable source of workers, the local government-financed job center, could offer little help. Because the federal money that local officials had designated to help train drivers was exhausted. Without the government assistance, many of the people who would be interested in applying for the driving jobs could not afford the $4,000 classes to obtain commercial driver's licenses. Now, Atlas is struggling to find eligible drivers. Across the country, workforce centers are being asked to do more with less as federal funds dwindle for job training. In Seattle, the region's seven centers provided training for less than 5% of the 120,000 people who came in last year seeking to burnish their skills. In Dallas, officials say they've annual funds left to support only 43 people in training programs, Nowhere near enough to help the 23,500 people who've lost their jobs in the last 10 weeks. The Labor Department announced on Friday that employers had added only 120,000 new jobs in March, a disappointing gain after three previous months of nearly twice that level. But with 12.7 million people still searching for jobs, the country is spending less on workforce training than it did in good times. Federal money for the primary training program for dislocated workers is 18% lower in today's dollars than it was in 2006, even though there are 6 million more people looking for work. Funds used to provide basic job search services, like guidance on resumes and coaching for interviews, have fallen by 13%. Political fights have focused on extensions of unemployment insurance, while the cuts in funds for training have passed with little debate and little notice. At its peak in 2000, the federal government was spending more than $2.1 billion a year in today's dollars for training programs under the Workforce Investment Act. Stimulus funds added close to $1.5 billion over two years, but now annual spending has receded to about $1.2 billion. The cuts make it harder to meet the employer's needs, said Michael Gritton, executive director of Kentuckiana Works, which oversees four government-financed job centers in Louisville. Employers often complain that the jobless do not have the necessary skills. In such an environment, advocates for workers say that cutting funds for training makes little sense. We should be spending significantly more than we were spending five years ago, said Andy Van Clunen, executive director of the National Skills Coalition, a nonprofit group that promotes investment in training. And even then, he says, 
we would not be catching up to the demand.